Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the One Direction Podcast, the podcast where we direction one you. My name is Jay. And I'm Vilnus. And uh, we are very angry that Zane did not tweet or post on Instagram about the 10-year anniversary of One Direction. Good job, Zane. I'm not angry. Wait, what, Vilnus, this is the One Direction Podcast. How can you not be angry? Look, you know, I'm starting to feel, Jay... Maybe One Direction just wasn't, it isn't for me anymore. I just, I can't, I can't connect with the music like I used to. You obviously haven't seen the majesty, the majesty of Act My Age and uh, You Don't Know You're Beautiful and uh, uh, every single 2012 through 2014 One Direction hit. Here's the thing. I was always more of a story of my life kind of guy. No. I don't no. know. I don't know if we can keep doing this podcast, Jay. Fullness. You should have told me. I always Why didn't you tell me sooner? We're four hundred episodes in Vilness. <laughs> I always wanted to let you know that Drag Me Down was my favorite One Direction song. No. But yeah. I, I could never bring myself to. But we to. don't like the pop ones. We only like the ones that were kind of hidden on the albums. Ah! <laughs> Listen, guys. I've learned today for the first time in my life that for the past eight years, I've been living a lie. And Vilnius has been my chauffeur in the lie. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was the chauffeur no, this bit? Dies. <laughs> the chauffeur bit was uh. <laughs> the whole point was like, Phil, this was like driving the live forward. But I just, I just, I just made it a disambiguation of what I was trying to say, so it became very confusing. <laughs> but anyway, guys, welcome back to the Let Me Know podcast, the podcast where we let you know. Um, I'm not going to introduce myself again because you don't deserve it. Um, mm, I'm Vilnus. So, <laughs> mm, I'm Vilnus. <laughs> um, but welcome back to like what is it, episode seventeen, maybe? Seventeen, yeah. It is a wonderful July twenty sixth, twenty twenty evening. Mm hmm. Uh, it's currently seven thirty two p.m. We are cruising at. 14,000 feet, and we will arrive at your destination in about uh, four hours and 35 minutes. Woo! Ooh-wee. I, I don't know where we're going, but <clears throat> no, we're good. Um, Vilnius, I was thinking, uh, you, have you ever thought that maybe we should, like, say something about our podcast to someone? Like, Nah. I mean, people know <laughs> about it. I think I'm going to start posting on Instagram every time we upload. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think eventually, eventually though, or not posting, but putting it on my story. I think eventually, uh, maybe, maybe people will start coming in and be a little interested about it, especially if we wear them down and we're like, podcast, podcast, like week after week. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'm going to email every single person that follows me. Email them. I'm going to email them. They don't even have to give me their emails. I'll get it out to them, and I'll DM them. Everything. Everything. Podcast. Podcast. 
Yeah. Continuing to talk about the podcast, I would like to thank you all for the kind words and the the good feedback about the last episode. Yeah, yeah. I think the last episode was fantastic. I didn't really get any feedback, but yeah. I, I, when did you get feedback, Filmus? Never. That was the joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. So this week, I guess we're returning to a little bit of a normal format, right? Yes, today uh, we'll be going back to the normal recommendation structure, and we'll be doing an album and a YouTube channel. Yes, yes, yes. Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I'll start off with my album of choice. Today I will be recommending... Fluent in Stroll by Big D and the Kids Table. So, Fluent in Stroll is a... I wouldn't go as far to say as that it's a great album, even. But it's a its a pretty, pretty good album. It's, it's a Sky album, and each song is kind of like exactly the same as every other one on the album. Uh, they're very hard to differentiate from each other. Although I don't mean that in a way that would take away from the album. I kind of like the way that they're all the same. They're all these kind of just cheesy sort of generic love songs, but you know, instead of a standard pop tune, they're kind of, you know, they're ska. And uh, the album, it, it's a bit long. It's 50 minutes long. Uh, I normally Boy. listen to it uh, to go to bed. It's a very calming album, I would say. It doesn't really require much attention, and uh, there's never anything too deep or anything that, you know, makes me think about things when I listen to it. It's just a good album to set me into a more pleasant mood, and uh, yeah, I don't have too much to say about this one. Filmus, um, despite all that, do you have any recommendations? Off of the album? Yes. Uh, specific songs, I guess, would, my favorites would be A Kiss a Week, Down Around Here, Chin Up Boy, I, 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 and, uh, Not Fucking Around. Those would probably be my favorites off of the album. Alright, wait, how many songs are on the album? There are 14. I listed about five. It's, it's pretty lengthy, then. Yeah, 50 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hefty. Oh, actually, now, now that I'm looking at it, uh, <laughs> the album I'm wrecking is, is longer than this, <laughs> um, which I never noticed, but uh, apparently it is. Oh. But yeah, dude, I, I've been trying to think about, you know, trying to break into listening to ska music um, just because it sounds really interesting. Uh, can you remind me what kind of hybrid genre it is once more? Ska I, I, is, is just like reggae, but... Not, I don't really know how to describe ska. It's kind of, I guess, a more mainstream form of reggae would be a way to put it. Yeah, yeah, alright. I don't really know how to express ska. I'm not the biggest ska fan. I have not delved too deeply into it, but... I have heard you mention it on a couple occasions, though. I mean... yeah. You know, generally, I think you're my one friend. Well, you're one of my one friend that I think appreciates a very wide array of music, at least just from what I know. Ah, oh, thank um, you. So, 
Uh, no, Vilnus, that was an insult. Oh, I take great offense, Jay. I hope you do. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, Vilnus is generally the kind of person that is glad to introduce me to his music, and I feel like I learn a lot about all sorts of, like, different genres that I never would have known existed. Um, so mm. that's always kind of interesting for me. I, I kind of get the same sort of thing from you. You listen to a lot of things that I uh, I listen would never to a think weird to arrangement to. of music. Yeah. So I, I was I was trying to wreck someone five songs today, just as a just a whatever, mm-hmm. and I recommended her this song from last summer by Olivia Holt, who you may know as like a Disney actress from like this show called I Didn't Do It. Which is uh, just I think I, I think so I may strange. have some idea of who this is. She's the twin sister, the blonde twin sister. I think I know. Yeah, so I was looking back at it, I was like, you know, this was like last August and I you know, I was like, Ah, oh, pop sucks because it's popular. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I heard yeah. that song is like whoa, whoa, that's a bop. And then <laughs> since then, all of a sudden Dude, like I said, a quarter of my playlist when I checked, like, a few weeks ago on the pod, was, like, stuff from TikTok and stuff that's, like, pop music or, like, more low-key rap music, I think. Hmm. And uh, I thought it was funny that you brought up what you, uh, what you, what you listen to to sleep, sort of, because uh, I do the same thing with this playlist of songs that... <clears throat> just like these rap songs yeah yeah and like almost every night and you know they've now become like some of my favorite songs yeah uh, but i, I, know I that's think a that's a big kind of thing like making a mood playlist like playlists for certain you know going to bed or like when you're happy playlist types of things but i i just have this one massive playlist that's just every song i like yeah 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 <clears throat> i i've listened to a little bit of it before it's yeah. kind of cool, just the amount of stuff you've conglomerate. Like there's, it's like a big conglomeration. Yeah. Uh, but for me, like I have like that deep in thought version, like slash like sad ish playlist mm-hmm. that was kind of from like last fall. And you know, obviously, I love all the songs on it, but now it has absolutely no meaning to me at all. Uh, so yeah, I don't really have that anymore. I just really have the sleeping playlist now. Mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. uh which is pretty great and uh sometimes i listen to it and get tired which is kind of an issue because uh <laughs> i shouldn't playlists shouldn't generally give you narcolepsy i know well actually like a pavlov's uh, dogs kind of thing pavlov's dogs yeah exactly um <clears throat> if you turn uh sailor moon by little booty call on for pavlov's dogs uh they will fall asleep um what song <laughs> It's called Sailor Moon by a guy called Lil Booty Call, but it is probably one of my all-time favorite songs. Um, I will have for... to mark that down. Yeah, it's like um, it's like a very strange song, I guess. <clears throat> it's not at all something that would be in your general wheelhouse. But, yeah. Uh, perhaps you'll uh, perhaps you'll appreciate it for that. I think it's uh, quite a good song. It's a rap song, I guess, sort of. I will. I'll give it a listen. I don't know. It's like. It's like sort of a rap song. I don't really... Hard to describe, but you know. But uh, yeah, so I'll uh, I'll definitely uh, give that album a try. Just uh, repeat the name for me for a sec. 
Uh, it is Fluent in Stroll by Big D and the All Kids right. Table. Uh, that's a slightly disturbing name. <laughs> the name comes from uh, the singer, I believe, in high school. His friend said, hey, you should name your band Big D and the Kids Table as a joke. And then he went, okay. <laughs> and just like, he just like did it. No problems at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But hey, if they're churning out decent, like, good Sleppy Time music, as my playlist is called, Sleppy Time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say, then, I, don't uh, I don't know. The rest of their music doesn't really fall into that kind of theme of music that puts me to sleep. Uh, one of their early albums, I forget the name of it, is a very uh, upbeat, very energetic album, and... Uh, one of their more recent ones, Stomp, was of a similar nature. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, that's that's pretty cool. And you know the upbeat stuff. I, I always like upbeat stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I do appreciate when an album has a wide mix of upbeat and stuff, which I, I th- of upbeat and maybe a little bit somber, maybe just a little slow. Yeah. Um, like, like a Hers album, right? Like I wrecked... Um, I wrecked, what was it, Invitation to Hers? Like, this was probably episode, was that episode two? Yes, it was. Yeah, and I recommended 20-something, which is all basically just jazz standards. None of Jamie Cullum's, like, slowest songs are on 20-something. Um, so that's generally a pretty, like, mm-hmm. flat-out, like, jazz, jazzy album in general. But <clears throat> I yeah. find with, some like, some artists, like Jamie Cullum, he has, like, these albums that are focused like very somber and some that are very like, you know, just jumpy. And I really do appreciate like a mixture where you can pick from one or the other. Yeah. 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 And that's definitely why I enjoy, uh, the album that I'm recommending, um, this week, uh, segue much villainous, um, (laughs) which is like a super, super mainstream album. But damn it, I love it. Um, it is Divide Deluxe Edition. Uh, I don't know if Ed that adds to songs or not. Yeah, by Ed Sheeran. Um, this is like straight up, you know, it's one of my favorite. I don't listen to, I'm sure I've said this on both of the podcasts where we wrecked albums already. But oftentimes I find that I have a few albums that leave a lasting impact on me. Uh, especially from when I was young, like Jamie Cullum's 20-something, like We Are In Love by Harry Connick Jr., stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I actually find a full album that I see myself listening to and enjoying every song. Um, I'd never listened to this album. Castle on the Hill was one of my favorite pop songs when it came out in 2017. Like It was one of those songs like A History by Olivia Hall, where I was like, oh man, this is great. Right? Um, I never yeah. listened to the album, though. Last October, I was um, I was out at a at an event. Um, had to help someone get home, um, and I took an Uber back to my house. And real nice guy. Um, he was showing me this album. He was like, you know, I really love Ed Sheeran. I was like, oh yeah, I know him. I I just haven't listened to, you know, a ton. And he like played me a few of the songs on this album. I was like, whoa, this is nuts. This is so good. And so I added a couple songs. I'm like, you know what? Let's take the whole album. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, so it's a great, great um, album. Obviously, like super, super duper mainstream 
this was like a huge album. I'm I'm sure this guy. I'm sure he won like fourteen trillion awards for it or something. Um, <laughs> just because it's genuinely a good album. Um, <clears throat> and now obviously I'm going to take a stupid break to figure out because I kind of want to know if he actually won a lot of awards for this because it deserves it. Yeah. Okay. So look at this. So this album reached number one in like a multitude of countries. Number four on the U.S. billboards. I mean, and then it was still chart-topping in, like, Australia. It still topped the charts in 2018 at number two and in number five on the U.S. Billboard 200. And still number 31 on the Billboard 200 in 2019. That's pretty impressive. Um, that's, That's insane. On the decade end charts, it's number three on the Billboard 200. Number four on Australian and UK albums. I mean, this album is is huge. It's humongous. Uh, it had seven point four million sales, but I think it can still it still is able to be appreciated. Um, my personal recommendations are Castle on the Hill. Um, like I said before, that was one of my favorite kind of poppy songs that I'd heard in a long time. Um, Dive is is fantastic actually i uh, that that's a great song i i'm trying to think of uh, what genre to compare it to uh it uses a very interesting riff and uh electric guitar solo um galway girl is good um but what do i know is easily my favorite song on the album um because of the way the chorus is done especially the non-vocal parts of the chorus with his humming and such um, it just feels so mm. powerful to me. Yes, uh, he goes like this, and that—that that was the whole thing. And, and that's generally how I like to listen to my music. And uh, also, BBIBE uh, is great as well. Um, those are some of my favorites off the album. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's nice. That's nice. I've never given Ed Sheeran much of a shot, but. With your recommendation, uh, perhaps I will delve more into his music. The only non-like massive hit of his that I have ever heard is a uh, new man, which I believe is off that album. Yes, that is also a decent song. Yeah, I don't remember how it goes, but I remember I was uh I liked it a bit. Um, I I'd say I'd say it goes kind of like it's kind of Ed Sheeran-y. You know, mm, um, standard Ed Sheeran style. So now that I'm looking at it, the deluxe edition has Barcelona, BBIBA, Nancy Mulligan, and Save Myself. The former three are three of my favorites on the album. Save Myself is probably one of the songs on here that I'm least familiar with, um, mostly because it's, uh, I believe, it's a very slow song from what I remember, but. It rings in at 59 minutes and 27 seconds, like super long, but it's great anyway. Yeah, that's, that's pretty long. Uh, by the way, so his album tour started on March 16th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Can you guess when it ended? Uh, hmm. or, or, how many, or how many shows there were? Okay, how many shows? Let's go 35. All right, then when do you think it ended? When did it end? Uh, 
I don't know, whenever 35, now let's go about a year from then, a year. So there were 260 shows. 260? For one yeah. album? For one album, and it ended on August 26, 2019. Wow. This guy went everywhere. There was the first leg. Oh, I mean, they were sort of broken up. First leg was Europe from March 16th to May 3rd. Second leg was Latin America, May 13th to June 14th. And then two more in Europe in, in, at London and Pilton. And then he went yeah. to North America from June 29th all the way to October 7th. Dude, that's nuts. That is but pretty I, insane. So he came to Philly. He played in Philly for three nights over this entire tour. That's crazy. He did cancel some tour. Oh, he had a bike accident and fractured his arm. Uh, he was out of out of order for five shows, I guess. Ouch. Um, but you know that's that's crazy though. You know, so yeah, kudos to him for doing it for that long. That's nutty. Yeah, that's that's insanely long. All right, man. Uh, I guess that was all I had to say about um. Yeah, shall about we? That, then? Shall we move on to YouTube channels? Yeah, let's do so. Vilnius, you want to uh, like start us off? Like uh, like zoinks. Like zoinks? What? <laughs> I'm sh- shaggy. Shaggy. Like zoinks. Rut row. Rorge. All right, go on. Uh, so today I will be recommending the YouTube channel Germane, which is probably pronounced differently. Uh, which is a Latvian YouTube channel focused on uh making vi- I guess educational content about Latvia in their series uh the Irregular Latvian Lesson. Uh. While I am not the biggest fan of this channel, I think it does make fairly interesting content, often uh, focusing on a specific piece of Latvian culture, whether it be the swamps or sort of Latvian stubbornness um, or different uh, quirks of the language and the like in ways that are fairly um, successful in grabbing your attention and teaching you the Latvian language without, you know, kind of just being a standard boring lesson. I don't watch every video uploaded to the channel because I'm not currently trying to learn Latvian, but I don't know, I find (laughs) it nice that someone's out there trying to teach the world about Latvian culture, Latvian history, the Latvian language, you know. It's just nice to see. It is definitely nice to see when uh, somebody shows an interest in your culture. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. You got any specific video recommendations? Uh, the Swamp one. That's well, probably yes, the best one I've seen. Oh, she recently uploaded a Kwakle cover of... Uh, let me see the song. Uh, Jay, if you don't know what a Kwakle is, it's a uh, traditional Latvian instrument. She recently uploaded a Kwakle cover of... Some Say by Nia, which is that one pop song that I never knew the name of, but had heard a million times. Um, that was really cool. Although, you know, a bit of a variation from the normal stuff on the channel. I cannot say that I know that song. 
You definitely know it, Jay. Oh, this song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that a lot, but I, I do know that. Um, I do know that song. Uh, is she like a Lavian grandmother or something? Because that would be kind of funny. Nah, she's like 20, I think. Oh, okay. That is that is something extra to appreciate, that she is like... She's not that much older than us, but she's already interested enough in her culture to want to teach people on the internet about it. Especially, dude, I feel like we could go on the street right now and ask people where Latvia is and they wouldn't know it was a country, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is kind of nice to know that somebody is like sticking up for their own culture in that way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, everybody knows what India, or I hope everybody knows what India is. I mean, geez. <laughs> but, you know, you see those videos that are like, okay, this guy asks how many stars are on the American flag. And the woman goes, well, there were 13 original colonies, and now there are, now there are, <laughs> and now there are 50 states, so 13 minus 50, so there must be 47 stars on the U.S. flag. <laughs> I've I mean, not seen dude, that video. It was in one of those comps that I made. Oh, <laughs> one of those uh, meme compilations you used to make. I'll have to go search for that. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. Um, so stupid. I mean, I watched that video for the first time, and I just died inside. <laughs> Should we uh, link your meme compilations this episode? No, definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. They're all just unlisted in my uh, YouTube channel, on my, like, oh. my personal YouTube channel, so they're kind of bad, too. So Yeah, I assume they haven't aged well past, you know, no, three yeah, years. No, yeah, given that it's been, it's been since November 2018, so it's been a minute. Um, oh, I thought it was a bit longer than that. No, no, it was November 2018. The last one I made was January 2019, I think. Um, at the was that or was January 2018 the start of Toby's channel, or was that January 2019? It was January 2018, I believe. I was gonna say, I was gonna make a thing, and I was gonna say like, I ended, and with my blood, the OG Dadmaster rose from the ashes. Or wait. I don't, I don't know what I just said about blood and ashes. Rose I don't know from what I just the ashes. Said. The ashes of Jay's career. <laughs> from the unlisted YouTube ashes of my career. Um, but yeah, I made those just for my friends and then uh, they were all, and then Eric gave me lots of positive reinforcement and they were I mean looking back at them they're not that great. Oh, Eric. Yeah, thanks Eric. Thanks Custom Inc. Why is Eric custom ink? No, I I don't know. So, so I just think that ad is so funny. Like the whole thanks custom ink thing, I've always thought that was so oh. funny, and I've always just been sad that nobody. I feel like not enough people get the reference when I say, when I say. I don't that. think I've seen a custom ink ad in like five years, so I I I would not be one. It's to get been that. A, it has been a long time. What was their logo? Was it like a little squid? I don't even. Yeah, know it's what a that little was, squid dude. man. Squid Man. I'm a scat man. <laughs> Callback, baby. Callback. Um, there was a there was a pre-recording thing. Oh, was it? Well, you're gonna have to leave that in now, Vilness. You have no choice. <laughs> um, my 
my big old recommendation is somebody that I found while he was at 4,000 subs, right? Mm-hmm. Why did my computer just stop working? All right. He was at 4,000 subs like a month ago. And I looked at his video and I was like, wait, this guy's like too good to be at 4,000 subs, right? Like, this guy can't be only at 4,000. He's now at 105,000 subs. And his name is Sonny V2. His name is Sonny V2. Listen, this guy, this guy's channel is so good. It is so good. He makes videos, or, you know, some of his his main series is uh, videos about the downfall of YouTubers or the rise of YouTubers. Um, So right now he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven downfall videos and two rise videos. Uh, So he did downfall videos of people like Only Use Me Blade, Shoe Nice, stuff about machinima. Right, but at the same time, he talked about a lot of people that were kind of near and dear to my heart, especially like the old Minecraft YouTubers, specifically Stampy and uh, Eyeball Squid. Um, oh, and then also he's he on the downtrend. I didn't know that Eyeball Squid. Dude, um, listen, man, listen, man. Like, for whatever reason, right? Which is f- funny, given that you know, generally. Um, Minecraft YouTubers, uh, at least I know, especially like when we were in eighth grade, were thought to be like this, like very childish thing. But in eighth grade was when I really got into this because the summer before eighth grade was kind of when I discovered YouTube. Um, I was never on the internet on my phone or anything until the summer before eighth grade. And I was like, oh my God, there's stuff here. And I got <laughs> addicted to watching iBallistic Squid and I think it was called Race to the Moon. It was like, oh God, dude. Watching that series is one of the most like nostalgic things ever for me. Um, thinking about watching that series, and I just remember my best friend at the time, uh, he was laughing at me. He was like, dude, there's no way. I was like, listen, I'm doing my thing right now, and I'm enjoying this very much. And it is hard to think that just three years later, I mean, his views have just gone dude completely gone stampy stopped making videos for a long time like stopped making like his lovely world like his like original series and you know squid started trying to make fortnite videos i remember like probably 2018 2017 but it was kind of just like all over the place and he started like a variety content phase and i was like man like everything's falling apart and you know i i've kind of since grown out of that phase sadly but like honestly, Squid was one of like the first people ever from the internet that I generally cared about, like genuinely cared about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's been rough to see, like his kind of. Oh, actually, he has um he has three Rise videos. Never mind, he has five Rise videos. <laughs> Quite the miscount. Um, well, I just saw it. So three of the Rise videos have different thumbnails from the other two. Uh, he talked about Churdleys, who, yes, I have also noticed has had a bizarre rise recently. Oh, and then he also made a video about uh, Penguin or uh, Penguin Zero or Moist Critical, who I know you like. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think he's very good. He was. Uh, it's uh, Sunny saying he's the most. He's the wittiest creator, rather on uh, on YouTube, which is I think is. is 
accurate. But regardless, perhaps I think him talking about these Minecraft YouTubers has been really interesting and you know, seeing what he was saying about Squid and what Stampy and I, I never watched like Skyda's Minecraft or Lion Maker or Elferly. That was far before, you know, my time on the internet. I mean, Elferly <laughs> like left the lovely world, I think in 2015. So that was like long before, but still like his videos are fantastic. When I first watched him two months ago, I was like, how in the world does this guy only have 4,000 subs? I watched his video. I was like, dude, this guy's insane. He makes amazing content, right? Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, like he does these documentary kind of style things. Um, a lot of a lot of talk about people like Boogie2988, who is like a pretty, I mean, he's a pretty prolific, you know, content creator. He's got millions of subs, but, you know, he's, you know, on the downtrend and stuff like that. So yeah. I can I can really appreciate what he's doing here. Um, and I, I think it's really interesting and I think he's very, very, very talented. Um, he had his 100,000 subscriber special last week, which I thought was great where he talked about his, uh, his journey, um, up to now after like starting with Warcraft videos, I believe maybe not Warcraft. I can't remember some MMO and, uh, where he is now is, is truly impressive. And I just want to give props to him. I've been wanting to talk about this on the podcast for like four weeks now, I think. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was like, you know, we should do another one. But also it's been a little, you know, it's been a little recent since we've done another um, YouTuber. So definitely check Sony V2 out. Fan, fantastic yeah. uh, content. Like very, very cool. Uh, Vilnius, I think I think you will really like him as well. Yeah. Seems to be very interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. He does a lot of research and just they're fantastic. You know, I would, Sonny V2 is somebody that I would love to talk to about, you know, what he's doing and, and his inspiration. Um, you know, his, his Stampy, his downfall of Stampy video Dude, that got 4.5 really million views. Did you watch it? I have not watched it, but I've seen it recommended to me quite a lot. Yeah, and... With so many views, I had assumed that he had been a much larger creator than he is no when he released it he only had um he only had just over five thousand subs so honestly props to him man and uh i'd love to talk to him and just get his opinion on some stuff just like why he does this and his inspiration um he mentions it a little bit in you know his special but really cool dude uh overall so yeah 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 that's pretty neat. Yeah, that's kind of cool to track the sort of uh, hierarchy of YouTube as it uh, changes quite frequently and is yes, it does. You know, pretty drastically different than the way it used to be. Yeah, man, for sure. But um, you know, it's people like this that are really going to make the platform better. People that are making like super original, interesting content. Um, I think maybe in the back of my head seeing like the seeing the background of these downfalls is something that I, I did want to I would want to see I always would have wanted to see and now seeing it come to light and him doing research and finding every moment you know I never would have known that Elfer Lee right he was accused of doing some uh, bad stuff uh, with an underage girl uh, oh. sending some lewd photos he not only destroyed himself but 
basically destroyed Stampion Squid's career too, um, which is something I I just that's crazy, right? That one guy could do that much damage when he left. Wow. Stampy's views went down by seventy percent. Jeez. Yeah, and Stampy and Squid always made so much stuff together. I mean, they were a big package for a long time. They both met when uh, Squid was at twenty five hundred and Stampy was at fifteen hundred subs, and they rose to where they are nine million and four and a half million, roughly. Um, nine million for Stampy's the former. Um, and they both, you know, after Lee, that severe downfall. It's crazy to think about, but that's what happened. And seeing that come to light has been pretty, pretty special, for especially as content on the internet goes. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that one out as well. You've provided two very, very interesting recommendations today. I am quite interested in them. Why, thank you, Vilmas. You as well. I am quite <laughs> interested to learn about the swamps in latvia <laughs> yes yes i'm gonna be a latvian swampologist when i grow up <laughs> but um are you printing something oh you're playing the piano this is a bass guitar villainous oh i'm a very talented bass guitarist as well as a swampologist all right <laughs> All right, Vilnius, you better believe it. Indeed, indeed. I believe it, Jay. I believe it. So, you want to play us out? Oh, wait, I messed it up already. I will play us off with a wonderful, beautiful, four-riff version of a couple uh, things from the, the 12... What is it called? 12-something blues? I already forgot. <laughs> I already messed it up. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> wait, wait, no! <laughs> Don't even worry about it. I'm I'm the scat man. Skibidi bi pa 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 pa.